Welcome to the Segoy Dakai podcast where we talk about anime and yeah, only anime. Uh, as yep. always, I'm Mew and I'm joined by Chris and Rinku. Hello. Hello. It's and me. This week we are talking about Overlord. Now, Chris, you I'm gonna give this just hand this right over to you like a football. <laughs> uh you need just to tell us about why you chose this anime and what you like about this anime and everything about this anime. But yeah, I, I picked uh, Overlord because uh, if you watching this on YouTube, like my avatar guy that Rinku drew uh, is uh, Ainz, who's the main character of Overlord. And uh, like, honestly, like the way I found this was like, I was just like flipping through like, uh, I'm pretty sure it was Crunchyroll. And I was like, there's this weird giant skull guy. This guy looks cool. Like a few years ago. And like, I just, I started watching and like, I don't know. I just really like the story, you know? Cause I know like Isekai anime. Is it Isekai or Isekai? Isekai. Yeah, Isekai. Isekai. Thank you. Isekai. Uh, like I know that it's like really overplayed and like, uh, sort of online has kind of like ruined it. But like, I, I feel like there are still like some gems in that genre. And I don't know. I just really like this one because like, yeah, it's like, oh, this character got transported to a video game, and oh no. And, like, he's definitely, like, overpowered. But, like, there are some parts... I'm gonna try really hard to, like, keep it to only Season 1, because we're only reviewing Season 1 right now. Yeah. But, like... Oh, um, go talk about whatever, all of it. It's fine. Alright. So, like, there are a lot of parts where, like, he doesn't really, like, know what's going on. Like, his, like, uh... His level bosses, like, the characters around him are kind of, like, just going through, like, these, like, world-dominating plans, and he's kind of, like, going along with it to, like, keep up the charade of, like, him being, like, this all-powerful, like, god-king of them. And, like, there's a lot of parts where, like, usually it's uh, the character Demiurge, which is, like, the, the demon guy with the round glasses. He, uh, he's like, Lord Eines, you have come with such a great idea to, like, subjugate the lizard people so that they will join your army, and then we can use them as an army to conquer the rest of the world. And it's like, Yes, that was my plan from the start. Very good, Demiurge. And I don't know, I think it's it's a lot of, like, good comedy moments, but he's still clearly, like, powerful. I don't know, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a cool series. This guy just, like, being, like, this all-powerful guy and, like, putting out this air of, like, I know what I'm doing, but he, like, clearly doesn't. But still, like, a lot of cool moments. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, what can you... Uh, talk about a specific moment that stood out to you or something that you really was like damn uh one of the early moments that like really like made the series funny uh to me or like made me like really want to like latch onto it and like watch the rest of it was uh one of the early episodes where uh he goes to that village that's under that's being attacked with by the uh the church people and he just like easily like dispatches them and then like we're gonna pull out like our most powerful angel creature and like this guy does this whole like summoning ritual thing and like releases this like massive angel like warrior and then like he attacks Ainz and Ainz just like completely no sells it like he doesn't he barely reacts at all and then he just activates a black hole and just takes it out and like the church guy is standing there like what the fuck just happened Okay. Yeah, no, I that was I did like that moment too as well. Um it was a good show of force and it kind of I 
it's safe to say me and Rinku are not big fans of this anime. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll get into that later. But <laughs> that's why I want you to describe, you know, talk about the fan but, aspects. Because uh, you're trying to move on here to your to your turn, Matt, already? No, I'm trying to go back okay. to Can you not interrupt? <laughs> I was like trying to push no. it, hand it back to Chris again, yeah, like a football. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, that's why I want to hear his side of it because it will frame it in a way that uh, that like I might not have seen it. Like I, like I said, I didn't uh, think too highly of this anime, but I want to hear the side of somebody who is like a huge fan of it. I did like that moment that you uh, named where he. Does that. and there i like a lot of the moments where it's just like clearly the um cre- the characters of this world have no like can't comprehend what eins and his like group of people are because they're just like too strong i do like that uh to a certain extent but yeah uh <laughs> can you uh go into any more detail about like stuff that in particular you enjoyed chris uh, this is, I understand you guys don't like this anime. Like, I'm, of course, I'm not gonna be like, this is the best anime ever. I just, you know, it's an anime I like. And, yeah. um, uh, this is like later season stuff because I think season one was like setting up like who Ainz is and like who, like, his kingdom are. It, like, they eventually become a kingdom, basically. But, um, I like how in like the, uh, the second and third season, how they kind of like more than, usual well no they do a little bit in the first season but more in the second and third season they show like people who like just live in this world normally like them like coming into like an encounter with Ainz and just like trying to like see what he's about or like working with him and, like that's just like really cool to me like they're just like living their normal lives and they're like who's this big skeleton guy and then like they just gotta like <laughs> kind of deal with him and be like what are we doing here like um another sound plot that i really like is um you guys will know this in the uh first season where he goes to that little village and he like saves them with the um uh the girl with the little sister you know yeah yeah like uh, that's like a major like side plot through like the rest of the seasons and like she's just like slowly gaining more and more power because she com- she becomes like the mayor of that town that girl with the little sister and like she just she like basically turns that like small town into like a fortress and with like a bunch of like monsters under her command just because like she was given like a few like small magical items by Ainz and like to the point where like she fends off an attack by like a full like nation's army like basically just like this little girl who's like i guess i'm the mayor now to like i'm going to fend off an entire nation's army just because like i have these few small like trinkets i'm just like ah fuck it have this yeah and we see a little bit of that in the first season where uh they come back and she's building the walls like some wooden barricades and uh everyone the guy the pharmacist kid kind of like is amazed by it and is like whoa what is this and then she kind of shrugs it off and is like yeah we're just building walls you know protect the town yeah so it's cool that she would take that to an even greater extreme and just like become a fortified uh city pretty much yeah 
And it uh, show, goes to show like how strong Ainz truly is that even just a couple <coughs> of his magical artifacts given out to like the general populace have like very big effects on the world itself. Yeah. It's almost like it is a weird like comparison. It's almost like an economy. Like this this like so this whole like world is like living with this like certain amount of magic and like power. And then out of nowhere, this guy who's like a complete outsider comes in and just starts like disrupting all of that. He's like, hey, I can you know, print like, and I can print magic. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Here's a bunch of magic. <clears throat> yeah. Like there are multiple times where like people in this town who are like, like the grand wizards were like, what the fuck did he just do? Like the yeah. smallest amount of like thing. Like um, he creates uh, death knights, which are like really like high powered, like uh, skeleton armies. and they like like he, one of them gets captured by like this like grand wizard of like one of the other nations and they're like we have nothing compared to this this like one death knight is like comparable to like an entire like battalion of our normal soldiers and then like they that nation like goes and sees him and they see eins like uh just transform just make one out of nowhere to like serve them lemonade and this guy just like flips out he's like what the fuck is this guy? Yeah, they say a lot <laughs> in the first season. Like he's like, I'm gonna do like uh, level eight magic or whatever, and they're like, that's only magic that gods can do. That you can't do that magic. And then he does yeah. that magic. Um, one thing, uh, one thing, one point against it is that I don't think they explain the magic system very well. Maybe they do in the second or third season, but really, like problem i had was a lot of times they would just throw around terms without having any like exposition on what they mean like they oh, would yeah. be like oh i'm gonna use level three magic and it's like well i don't know what any of the other magics are so level i think yeah. the first magic spell they use they literally say it's like tier four magic or something and i'm like what is what is tier one through four then <laughs> or one through yeah. three like i don't have any concept of this you say tier four and then you're throwing lightning bolts around Oh, like I that seems pretty powerful. Um, and then they say yeah. like uh, when he even the like when they're in the graveyard and she's that uh, his like now be now whatever was that uh, no I'll who is it the, not not oh yeah uh with, but no who's the girl in the graveyard it was like she goes by Nabe when she's Nabe, in that's yeah. Nabe. Even though she always looks like a human technically yeah. I don't really understand that but but she's like I'm gonna use tier 8 and then she just throws lightning bolts around and I'm like well that, that just looks a lot like the other tiers like are, yeah. how, the, they didn't do a very good job of conveying the weight of the attacks the, the black I would say the black hole one did a really good job of conveying yeah. strength because I was just like I'm pretty sure like I can't really tell without watching two other seasons that it's never explained. It's just the bigger number, the OPR it is. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> didn't really try to explore that. And it, it kind of follows D and D rules, actually. Oh yeah, yeah like, I I get that heavily. That it's very D and D inspired. Oh yeah, I did read that the guy was a D and D fan, the yeah. writer for the light novel. So yeah, <clears throat> but. I don't know. I just think they could do a little bit more explaining. And I'd imagine from what I heard doing like some research outside of this, the light novel is really good ex at explaining things and building the world. I think it could be just a problem yeah. of the anime, you know, having a limited budget. They can only yeah. show they have to cut a lot from the book out, obviously. So they yeah. probably can't 
there's probably a whole section of the book where they're like, here's the tier list of magic, and here's a few magic things that you can do. Yeah. But yeah, that was a problem that I had. And I even, I started watching the first episode of season two, and the literally first scene is two characters we've never been introduced to walk up to each other. They say, uh, they said about 15 words that I had never heard prior to it, like referring to just stuff that they're, that's going on in their life. Uh, and then the girl just says, I don't know who, uh, who, uh, if I can find somebody more powerful than that vampire, I want his seed. And I was just like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? Which yeah, is I've heard that in the second season, you barely see the main character at all, actually. Yeah. Well, he becomes a, an overlord of sorts. He becomes like a, a behind the scenes, behind the curtain type deal. Yeah. <clears throat> Um. Yeah, the late, I've heard the late novel does like explain things a lot more, and I mean, like with any adaptation, they're gonna have to like cut out some stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get that. Uh, speaking of the graveyard scene, did you guys at least enjoy the uh the hug? Oh, I did think that was really cool. That I did like <laughs> that a lot, where he like squishes the girl. I thought it was yeah. it like got from zero to like. 10 real quick on the brutal oh, yeah. scale because i was just like because up until then like yeah he's slicing up like 3d trolls which i don't like the 3d i don't like 3d in any anime yeah in particular that. so that's not a point against just this anime it's <coughs> i hate 3d use in most anime but uh besides like just him cutting up some trolls and like seeing the aftermath of uh clementine like murdering all those dudes like you don't really see any brutal violence in the show, and then as soon as that happened, I was just like, "Whoa, what the fuck!" And also, this yeah. is like a real like they explain that he doesn't have feelings anymore, but it's like, "Yo, this is like a real dude. This guy was like a salary man, <laughs> and now yeah. he's just crushing a chick to death." Granted, yeah, she deserved I like, I, it. Of course, I just I like that I like that scene because uh like multiple times they're like he's a mage he can't really use like swords and stuff well until he like gets that other form but like <clears throat> like he can't use swords he's not very like he's not as strong as like someone of his level would be if they were like a warrior or something and to kill someone who he like wants revenge against he doesn't use any magic he just crushes them to death with like pure strength like i just thought that was cool you know yeah they do Kind, they do a very good job of conveying how much stronger he is compared to everyone else. But it's 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 kind of like how every isekai goes. Um, yeah, where the character is just like, "I'm dumb, strong. Try to punch me," and then the guy punches him, and he's like, "I didn't even feel a thing." And then he flicks him, and he's dead. That's like, yeah, how, that's the a, a, a B plot of every isekai. Yeah, I, I absolutely get that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I just think it could just be the adaptation. I like like you said, the light novels are very good, but I feel like a lot of stuff in this was just felt to me very uninspired. Like right, one bingo. <laughs> like I the animation style seemed like it was I know this came out years ago, but it's it felt like it was behind on the times or it was just like very generic to me. Like, oh, if somebody showed me uh, if I showed this anime to like anybody on the street, they'll just be like, yeah, that's an anime. That's just a picture of an anime. Whereas <laughs> it's like um, 
and also it not just the art style but i also uh like the or i didn't like uh i noted the soundtrack or lack thereof <laughs> there was yeah. little to no music and when there was it literally sounded like somebody uh they just told somebody yeah just uh put some fantasy stuff in there it sounded like yeah. stock I, uh, fantasy music can i cut in for the soundtrack and then uh, yes. let you finish with yeah, your side so i don't have to mention in my side um so soundtrack i barely noticed as well and i actually checked it out today and i noticed that it was actually not bad it's not good though it's not like uh, outstanding it's it won't like um i can't remember the word i was trying to find but it won't really fucking like blow your mind at all it's just like average fantasy music and my main problem with that is that it was used mainly as background music more than it was used as a soundtrack it didn't serve an actual purpose in scenes to make you feel anything it was, it was literally background music so if you want fantasy like background music like that's okay yes you can go for that but other than that it's not really interesting and that's okay you know i don't think any of the anime has anything artistic going for it maybe except the animation is sometimes okay so the soundtrack isn't outstandingly artistic either i mean it kind of just fits in with the anime perfectly if you ask me yeah. I I think they focused a lot on world building and everything else kind of like fell to the wayside because it was the strongest aspect of the light novels. Um, I looked at and it's, it, it's annoying because I looked at the art for the light novels and like all the characters still have the same like design, but the artist who did the art for the light novels, it like is so incredible. And it's just like, it looks like, like something off the cover of a D and D, uh, um, book and yeah it looks so well but then you compare it to like the anime counterparts and you're like okay this looks like this was drawn by a bunch of overworked japanese people <laughs> in an <Yeah>. office building <laughs> like um the yeah the world is very heavily inspired by like D D. yeah like if you like know what you're looking for you can see like magical items that eins has as like real like magical items put out by like wizards of the coast yeah like um that little horn that um i always forget her name but the, the girl in the town that little horn she blows that's a real magic item like that deck of magic item cards i got the other day like that's in there yeah oh well, that's yeah that's a really cool aspect of it but um yeah i just i didn't like the art like if you told me this anime came out 10 years ago i'd be like yeah okay but yeah because it kind of has the same feel of like every t- 2010 anime like it looks a lot like your sword art online's minus you know the futuristic aspects of that show Um, yeah it looks a lot like early attack on titan like stuff like that where it's just like a distinct style that everyone was using it looks like anime yeah which isn't a bad thing but it also it doesn't like make your stuff stand out yeah, let's not compare it to Attack on Titan because as much as I find it boring, I think it's way better than Overlord. <laughs> like, I was just saying art, like say. art style wise. Where <laughs> oh, it's you like, mean it's, it's, art style? Yeah, there's nothing yeah, yeah. special. About I didn't say. Style, yeah, I didn't say that. I wasn't talking about like story wise. I'm talking about it looks okay, okay, okay. derivative of yeah, all looks, those other yeah. things. That, uh, got it. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, 
which, uh, you know, I, I did like the fantasy aspects of it. There were a few moments that made me go like, ooh, damn, specifically the the backcracking thing and the yeah. uh, the fight at the end with the vampire girl. Uh, while it wasn't like the most exciting battle because I knew Ainz was going to win the whole time. That's the problem with this, uh, in my opinion, no is tension. that Ainz, no yeah, there's no, there's no tension or stakes because you always know Ainz is going to win somehow. Yeah. Like even at the end where he was just like she was just like, he's all out of mana. I was just like, is he though? But like, yeah. is he though? <laughs> and can I talk about that for that for, I, I you got me like wanting to talk about the final scene though? Because uh, go for it's only the final scene of the first season, so I think it's a yeah. little easier yeah. to like just say it's so spoilers for this three year old. Yeah, anime. For, yeah. <laughs> it's the only scene that I felt felt like this is okay. This is okay. This is this is fun, I guess. Like at this point, I was like, "All right, I could see this to be like mildly entertaining," and uh, just because the, of the part where he, he kind of like, "Haha!" Like actually, I got you. I was only planning that. Those moments are kind of cool, uh, although they're not really mind blowing. Like that's not like some of some of the fucking shit Kira pulls is just ridiculous. This guy's like, "Okay, that's kind of clever, and you appreciate it, but it's not mind blowing." Uh, the other problem I have with this final boss kind of deal for the end of the season is that the there is absolutely no build up for that scene the episode before she just shows up gets mind control which is also bad because you don't feel anything for it's not like oh there's a clash of ideas it says no i'm mind control i used to be your friend haha now you have to kill me like okay very uh, yeah i'm very invested right now whoa um yeah no it's like okay it does (laughs) that's pretty much all i gotta say for that and that something that uh i've I can't think of any specific uh, other shows in general, but it's uh, Ainz is supposed to be a bad guy. He's trying to take over the world. He's trying to be a bad guy. But uh, yep. something that I think they could have done better was making us side with him more. Like specifically with this vampire girl, she, the whole introduction, like she was introduced earlier in this uh, season, like very quickly, like when they were showing all of the yeah yeah, all of the guardians but on this episode was her kind of big introduction where it's like this is her episode this is where you get some character development and all she did was just murder a bunch of people for seemingly no reason like they were yeah they were kind of dicks like they did show that the adventurers that they were killing were assholes as well because they were trying to rob them um but it's like yeah but like why do why these are just low-level bandits in the woods. Like, why are we so rooting for you for killing them? Uh, and yeah, then at the don't end, expect where, development. Yeah, and then at the end when she uh, encounters, I think they could have showed like it. It you always want some mystery in your anime, but I think the end where they show like her attacking those stronger guys. I think they could have done a little bit more of just showing that because it's basically she rushes at him and then kills i think she kills like one of them or injures one of them and then like a bright light happens and it's like next episode and she's under mind control oh yeah um there's plenty of scenes where you want to see some sick actually action that i could actually enjoy there's none uh for example the scene where this edgy was that fucking yandere generic girl uh the one with short hair that gets crushed oh uh clementine oh yeah okay that that chick there's that scene where she kills all the guys right skipped you don't see any of it it's just like okay oh yeah that would have been all right like yeah like what she did did make me not like her but like if they showed that more it would have had a 
stronger impact of the in the crushing scene because the crushing scene i was like yeah this character sucks i also uh so i watched this dubbed and i did not like the voice actress of her at all i it was ins- i think they chose an insufferable voice actress on purpose or the voice actress that they chose did an insufferable insufferable voice on purpose because she was just like i hated her from the first moment i heard her voice i was just like i don't like this character yeah (laughs) so uh that added to it but i feel like if they did show a scene of her at least partially like killing or torturing those uh guys um then i would have uh then i would have uh probably it probably would have just had more impact also like um those characters i hate i like i don't like i know Ainz is supposed to be a bad guy but the fact that like he just sees those guys and is just like yeah i don't give two shits about him like whatever yeah they were just some people i was hanging with and it's like okay <laughs> well you could be a little bit nicer they were like nice to you yeah <laughs> i don't know it's just there's very little to grasp onto. Um, the world is great like i said the world is interesting but they don't tell you enough about it to like wet my appetite enough i assume in the later seasons they they talk about it more and you said that they get into politics and stuff like that but for an introductory season like for a show like that where there's a lot of light novels the introduction the first season is basically the pilot for the rest of the series it's like hey this is the first season if if people like this we're gonna make more and that's exactly what happened people liked it and they made more um But I just felt like they didn't set up enough, like, and they just didn't explain a lot to me. I walked, I lo- I walked out of it very confused, uh, first season, yeah. and I started the second season and instantly ran into a wall of text that was just like, I don't know what any of those words mean, and they've never said these words before. Yeah. And then this dragon guy shows up and starts talking to this person. He's like, hello, old friend. And it's like, we don't, I don't know who you are, and I don't know who this lady is. So how, like... It's so random that you're just like, hello, old friend. How, where's your ring at? And then she's like, I gave it to my son. And it's like, okay, this is setting up a lot, clearly. But it's like, maybe this should have been like the third or fourth scene of the episode. Maybe start yeah. your second season with Eins instead of starting it with these random people that we saw for two seconds last season. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's just my critique. Rinku, uh, why don't we go to your side of it? Let's hear what you have to say go okay. off go off queen i don't have i don't want to go off i'm not that passionate about that anime honestly i just think it's boring i don't understand how people like it uh one thing i wanted to ask in the very beginning that i want to ask now i guess is uh chris why is it your favorite anime like what about it from all the animes you see makes it so exceptional that's what i really need to know at this point because i'm so curious it's not my favorite okay so why did you say it was i didn't I said it was just an anime I liked. No, well, we asked you one, uh, a couple of weeks ago, like if you if if uh, it was your favorite anime, and you said it was like definitely up there with like the ones you like the most. Well, it's yeah, it's one of the ones I like. It's a, it's an anime I follow and I actually like watch, but it's nowhere near like one of my f- like top favorites. I don't know. I just really like the the story and the action scenes. Right. Okay. So let's. Since you're talking about story and action scenes, let's talk about them. Story doesn't exist. Like, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> not very interesting. It's just, there's no, like, what is the story? Somebody somebody tell me what the story is, because from my understanding is this guy just 
OP, I'm going to take over the world, which was not his idea, by the way. It was uh, one of the only characters that I think is interesting. Uh, Demirge, who tells him to do that, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, one thing I think was interesting, but it wasn't said, <laughs> it was just implied by some people I've seen talk about it, is, oh, uh, well, maybe he actually does it because he has the hope that his friends are still alive and he's kind of curious to find them and that's just an excuse. If that's the case, that's cool. But I wish they kind of hinted, hinted at that because that's just that just sounds like um, you know like Hold on. regulation. They do, kind of. they do have like a few. I will say yeah. they, he has a few lines where he's just like, "I hope you're out there, guys." Like, I hope somebody else is out there. But I do and, admit uh, that I miss them. They could have done and, that a little bit more. Yeah, and then when uh, Shaltier, the uh, the vampire girl, gets like possessed, he's like, "There's no way. Like, there's someone like." almost as powerful as me out there and it's got to be like another player who like also got transported here and he gets like a little freaked out because he's like yeah he does he doesn't say that though yes he he does he's another player he does (laughs) i am yeah what what the fuck did i watch because i did i don't know he says says there's no way they could have a world level item uh it would it has to be another player because like and he he specifically says another player yes I'm pretty sure, okay, yeah, that's... he says another player, but yeah, okay, he, that's, that's fine. Oh, it's that's when cool. he tries yeah. to counteract the mind control and it doesn't work, and then he's just like, "What? This would yeah, have to be a team, world yeah. tier. Uh, so it'd be a world tier yeah. item that another player. Uh, it would th- that would mean that there's another player. Like, there's no way that these NPCs could have it. I'm he doesn't say that exactly. Watch anime dub because. I probably missed on a lot because I got so uninterested. I would probably look. I look probably looked away too often, and I should have watched it up so I could actually listen while doing other stuff, like Matt did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. If that's the case, uh, that's interesting. You know, there, I, I'll give it that. That's kind of like compelling. There's the mystery of like, is are his friends alive? That is cool. I just wish they emphasized that more because that's something I would also be curious about. Is like, oh, like. I wish they would also uh, focus on the why all of that happened. The why, like, the isekai happened in the first place, right? Like, why is he transported here? That's always something I'm interested in. At least there's one thing I can give sort of online is that they do explain it, and you learn why and everything. That's actually cool. People and don't talk about that, but I think it's nice. I think there should have been more. Like, he, it's weird to me that he, like, accepted it so quickly because I've only seen, like, a couple other isekais, and for the most part, they're, they accept it very quickly, but they at least have a moment where they're like, oh my God, like, my whole, my old life, what's going on? This guy gets transported in. He looks at, the, he's like, I can't pull up my menu. I'm stuck in this world. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That was, like, it. He's like, yeah. I wonder if my friends are here. I don't know. Huh? He also feels a titty. Oh yeah, he feels a titty. I also do not like the like. I don't like the sexual stuff in this anime. It definitely turned me off right away. Uh, the first I think it's like the first episode where he literally is like, uh, he feels a tit, and then the there's that other vampire girl who is uh, literally like, oh, I need to change my panties because she saw Eins, and I was just like, that was highly unnecessary and the first episode of season uh two it's really like the first scene it's this random girl we've never been introduced to and she's talking about i need to find a, a strong man to uh put his seed in me and i was just like Exc- i d- i don't yeah, i don't want to watch yeah. i don't want to watch anime anymore <laughs> i just i'm gonna go outside yeah. now uh the other point that chris said he liked was uh the action um I've seen lots of anime, and the action is not horrible. It's just not great. It's not even like up there. And I think yeah. Matt agrees with me on that. He probably I just, does. 
I just think they were probably on a big budget because there's a lot of scenes where they're doing magic and Ainz is a magic caster. So it makes sense for him not to fly around and do all this crazy shit. But there's a lot of scenes where he's just standing still and he's like lightning bolt. <laughs> it's just like a lightning bolt comes but down. There's also other characters fight and they could show it and they don't. <laughs> yeah, I think that has to do primarily with budget i assume that they just didn't have they probably didn't get a huge budget for this anime because it was just based yeah, off i heard the studio that. apparently was working on two other big animes on that season so i'll give him a pass on that i guess yeah um but it's still a shame you know it's still like not just because it's the case i can't just give it a pass too much like it it's still not interesting animation i mean no the animation itself is good i mean it's the lack of um using it right for cool stuff yeah that's it's, what I was kind of disappointed in. I think they should have budgeted better for at least like a couple of standout scenes. Cause even like the scenes, the 3D, the scenes with the 3D trolls when, uh, Ainz is, uh, dressed as like that in that suit of armor with the swords. It's like yeah. everything is just like he slices the troll in half and then he turns to another one and he slices it in half. It's like, okay, there's no tension here. He's supposed to be a magic caster. So he's supposed to be bad at, swords but he's just rinsing through all of these giant ogres which you know yeah. it does speak to how strong he is but at the same time it's like maybe one of the times it dings <sighs> off of him for a second and then he has to swing again yeah just a little flavor a little more it could have used a little more flavor a little more spice in the dish yeah yeah, yeah. uh the other critique i really want to talk about is how people praise a light novel that i haven't read but if I assume they must have used dialogue from the light novel. I mean, somebody in the comments, if somebody watches it, please enlighten me. But they must have used dialogue directly from the light novel. And that the dialogue sometimes is fucking cringy. It's like a 13-year-old thought, this sounds really cool. Let's, let's write it. And it doesn't make any sense. Can we, I want to talk about this line that made me want to die on the spot when I heard it. It was uh, it's Clementine, right? That chick. She yeah. literally has a scene where she shows up and she says, I love to kill people. I'm in love with it and love it dearly. Oh, I love torture too. That That's a line. Someone wrote this and thought, yeah, that's pretty cool for a, <laughs> that. Yeah, that works. That's good writing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I mean, to be fair, yeah. she do be killing people. And yeah. I, but that's it. She's that. Okay. And that's a good transfer to my other problem. Every character in that show is a trope character. That's it. They just they just follow tropes. There's no expanding their character. If you base it on a trope and you develop it, awesome. I love that. Great. But if you just have a trope and you don't know your character, the character is just a trope and that's it. No, just no characters. It's you might as well not have characters at all. To be fair, they uh, one it it goes. The troping, the tropiness of the characters goes along with the world because it is technically an MMO and like character NPCs in an MMO are supposed to be like trope characters. Nope. nope, I cut you off right now. The characters, at least the NPCs, what I'm talking about the most are like his servants who are like guardians and who are like uh, trope characters. They are written by people and each people, from what I know, each member of the guild has their own character written. If one person wrote all the characters... I will. I understand that everyone will go for. At one point, you go for a trope because there's so much characters you have to do. But every person made their own character. You're telling me that you have to focus on only one NPC and you can't make it interesting at all. You just did just they? I thought it was bullshit. one person made all the characters. Nope, that's not the case. Chris would probably tell you that too. Uh, it's not the yeah. case. Oh, okay. Each, each, each member of like that guild like made a few of the NPCs. There were ones that made more of them. Like um, okay. 
like yeah, there's one called Buku Buku Chagama who okay, apparently yeah. made like a lot of the NPCs, and then there was another one that made the twins, and apparently, like he he it was like a pair of twins that did that, and like yeah. So yeah, a lot of the NPCs were made by like the same people, but yeah, they were made by like different people. I'll give you oh, okay. That. I thought my so I must have missed this. I thought that like one person made most of the NPCs, and then there was like a couple oh. that some other people made. But even then, Ainz in the first episode rewrites uh, Albedo to be in love with him, which <laughs> yeah, I know I, I know that he didn't think that he was gonna get teleported to another world, but it's like, dude, like either. Here's the only thing that was going to happen. Either the server shut down and you got kicked out of the game and you just did like a weird creepy thing right before you ended the game or you got transported to another world and she fell in love with you. And one is a lot more likely than the other. Yeah. Uh, this brings me to uh, actually a topic that's probably more touchy and it's kind of subjective, but I do strongly believe that the writer was projecting hardcore into his main character just like he wishes that was him type shit just with like the amount of characters that want to fuck him uh, that's just two but still it's hardcore it's brought up like way too often like I, if it's supposed to be a joke uh if people find it funny that's okay i really don't find it funny at all i'm just like okay it's just kind of annoying there's a scene where albedo is in, with a body pillow of him in his bedroom and you just there's yeah. no purpose for that scene it's just oh, there yeah. and you're like okay <laughs> i'm like okay um what else was I going to say, dude? There's so much that I fucking keep forgetting. Do my they sell Ein's yeah. body pillows? I hope so. I, they probably I, sell I, a lot more Albedo body pillows, if you know what I'm saying. Because it's just. True. What if what they made is? sexy Ein's? Like they made, gave them boobs or something. <laughs> Bone boobs, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, makes sense. Bone titty. <laughs> what the fuck? God. It's just, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just. It feels like a fan fiction, the whole thing. And every NPCs, even the, those who don't want to bang him, they praise him constantly. There's no like this. It's always the same thing. And uh, to be fair, like the floor gardeners, they think he's literally a god. But yeah, I see where you're coming from. It's true. I know, but it's just it. It's con- he wrote it that way, I think, because I mean, it's it's probably gratifying to him to project into his character and. It feels like a fan fiction to me, but again, the light novel probably might be well written, and there's probably a lot more to it than that. But that, that the fact that anime was potentially a poor adaptation with the whole fan fiction thing makes it really bad. If the light novel is good and incompetent, I mean, okay. But now you have like both. You have the bad thing about the light novel potentially, which potentially I say because I haven't read it, which is the fact that it feels like a fan fiction, and the fact that the anime this doesn't seem to be. The people who made the adaptation weren't really into it. There's not a lot of passion in this project, I think. I didn't feel it at all. Well, um, yeah. I think that that has a lot more to say about the anime industry in general, because I feel like a lot of uh, companies were just making isekais specifically to fill it with uh, attractive anime girls and then to then sell figures of those girls so i feel like yeah this might have yeah. been a quick way to be like hey look at all these uh sexy sexy girls if you want to buy this figure for two hundred dollars here you go and so, um that might have been why that, they weren't as passionate because it's like this is just a vehicle to sell 
the Thanks. anime is made to depend, I think, to people who want to project themselves into this character who are potentially like kind of insecure and they're like, oh man, I wish I was like a strong character and people liked me and admired me. It's which is technically uh, sucks to say, but a lot of the anime community is just people like that. I mean, it sucks to say, but it is the truth. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, and it panders to them, and that's uh, it works. So I mean, that's probably why it's popular. It's because it panders to that kind of demographic, and it that's a big percentage of the anime community is just what it is and that's probably why it works now the things that are good that i haven't even experienced because apparently you don't see too much in that season is only three things and i'm saying that because my be very best friend watched all of the anime uh and i trust his judgment very well it's like i will back that judgment myself like it's me saying it if you want okay. uh, where he so he actually kind of likes the anime. He watched the whole thing, but objectively, he is aware that it's pretty bad and that the only things that are really good about it, somewhat, that's from his opinion, is um, the world building and two characters that are that could be way better is uh, Sebas, which is the butler, and he did look like he's a bit interesting. Apparently, he obeys um, Ains, but apparently he's also like a soft-hearted character, apparently. I haven't seen that this other season, yeah, but apparently... Yeah. Mm. This is that a, could be interesting to see. Plot where like he goes off on his own and he does some like almost like heroly stuff. That's yeah, good. That's I saw good. I, like that. I saw some reviews talking about that. That's good. That's a good thing. I just wish I had seen it in episode uh, season one, but I get it. It wasn't there. You know, it was a setup. Yeah. yeah. The other good character is uh, Demiurge, that uh, elf guy. Apparently, he's like super. Some reviewers said that he was so smart that if he was the main character, it would have taken like two episodes to conquer the world. And yeah. that's probably why they didn't give him like the main character seat because he was just too good. And yeah, it's unfortunate. Also, the main uh, thing I've heard a lot is I mentioned this before, but not on the episode, of course, is uh, the potential for character development. Like, there is a lot of potential. Like, they could do it, but they refuse to. Like, there's a scene where. Uh, there's this whole thing with uh, this girl Nabe, I think, being yeah. flirted. She, that some guy keeps flirting with her, and I get that it's in her coding that she hates humans. But it would have been like not even original, but somewhat like gratifying to see her kind of like the guy at the end. Like, oh, like that's cool. Like that's kind of borderline a wholesome type shit. Like that's cool. But no, it's always like, no, I hate humans. I must follow everything that Ain says. Like they actually like lower themselves in front of him constantly. Like, oh my. Forgive my foolishness. I am such an idiot. Please enlighten me with your knowledge. It's just like, I understand it makes sense. Okay, I definitely get that. But it's yeah. so uninteresting for a character to be like, it's like, dude, be a, be a proper character, please. It's not interesting to watch. I so, think, yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with there's too many characters. I think there's way too many characters for them to be able to develop all of them. And uh, from what I've watched from like because i've i looked a little bit at like the second and third season from what i understand uh they just keep adding more characters too with so oh, yeah. so that i think it's kind of hard for any studio even the most accomplished studios to make a series where there's like a hundred characters and each one of them are their own unique thing so they're gonna have to fall back on tropes and they're gonna have to fall back on just like yep this character hates humans they only hate humans there's no uh no change in their mind about it no matter how hard you try yeah all right but, that's a good that's a justification but it doesn't it's oh still no case. It's yeah still, it's not <laughs> yeah it's still yeah, the case yeah. with it yeah it's still a lot of criticism is what i'm saying and it's like unfortunate and it could have been more i think the anime could have really been more and unfortunately it isn't I, again i only see for the anime 
I haven't checked out the light novel, but in terms of the anime, yeah. they could have been a lot more, I think. It had, it had potential, but it, it, they just don't take it. It's kind of a shame. I think it's a problem yeah. with adaptation more than anything, and just like, you know, low-budget anime. Yeah. Well, um, that's it. I think I just said pretty much everything. Character design is okay. It's not horrible. I mean, I, it's fine. It, I do like the way Ainz looks, I mean, and I like the way that a couple of the characters look. Yeah. But yeah, like um, I think the world building solid and like, I don't know if it was a more focused story, I could see myself getting dragged into it a lot better or a lot more. Um, it's just the fact that it's like I don't want to learn like thirty people's names. <laughs> I don't want to get invested with like thirty different characters, uh, just to get to a world that's nice. Yeah. So that's to wrap it up. I think the writing is really bad in dialogue. I don't know who's responsible for it, but it's bad. It's very cringy. Sometimes it really, really feels like some teenager wrote it and thought it was cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. It really felt like that. I tried to be fair, but that's what it felt like. Uh, other times it was just okay. I'm like, in you love know. with killing people. Yes. Or just some stuff is just too cringy. Like even the characters, like the, the, the vampire character, her name is Shaltier Bloodfallen. And they can't pronounce it properly, of course, because, you know, it's I watched it sub, and it's just painful. Every spell and skill is said in English, and since it's, oh. that was sub, it was horrible, I was like, they, there's a scene where Ains uses a shit ton of spells to, or, to like, defend himself, and just a bunch of passive buffs, basically, he uses to prepare himself for a fight, for the final fight. And it's, like, uh, two minutes of him speaking in English, and it's, you just want to, like, make it stop, please. <laughs> oh, no. um, the... Yeah, about Shaltier, there's this scene where she says, <laughs> not that big of a deal, but it's just, it made me laugh. She, there's this shot where she says, I am cruel, cold, and terrible, as well as quite beautiful, as well as quite a beautiful little monster. That That's, that's someone wrote that. Just putting that out there. Um, okay, last thing I want to say, uh, opening. At first, I thought it was shit. Uh, after that, I thought, like, okay, it's I got used to it. It's it's not bad. It's not great. It's okay, okay opening. Ending, though could not listen to it at all i cannot stand that ending it is potentially the worst ending i've ever heard in my life but that's <laughs> the that ending was the all ending. right <laughs> jesus what Christ, yeah. really feel? i mean i thought it was all I've right told, like, with four people and they all hate the ending as much as i do but, no, i didn't like right. it but i didn't i wouldn't say that it was the worst ending ever oh, was for me like, it's the worst ending i ever heard it's super yeah. cringe and you have like the picture of Albeda doing like weird yonder faces and you're just like okay yeah that's, that's the part enough. that i didn't yeah i usually just skip the ending theme yeah so yeah i mean uh, should we do like our little bits of a summary everybody and we wrap it up or is there yeah. more to say well i, I think chris should say, it. well oh, chris, chris uh should do his final thoughts on it because this is an anime that he likes and we kind of just tore it apart so yeah there's been just an hour of you guys <laughs> fucking bullying an anime i was like i think this is cool <laughs> it's not really no, good. i think it was all right i think it was all right i could see the potential in it but yeah yeah I said that too, but overall, it just could have been so much better that it ends up being painful, and I, I, it's such a fucking shame. It's yeah. I think, I think it's. A, oh, sorry. There you go, Chris. I think like a a big like thing I can do that maybe like you don't see as much because I know you're very like art oriented, Rinku. Is like when I consume media, I can like turn my brain off. Like that's not what I do. <laughs> I analyze. Yeah, I, I try to I appreciate know, yeah. art. You know. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I don't mean, like, I can appreciate, like, media that's, like, 
not the best and I can just appreciate like the good parts. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's nice like, to I, look I, at I, at times. Yeah. Like, uh, okay. Think of like, think of like the schlocky action movies that come out like every summer. Like, you know, the story is going to be bullshit, but you go to see like fucking Shia LaBeouf blow up like a bunch of like Asian kids with a rocket launcher. Yeah, I'd watch it. Here's the difference, though. I wouldn't say it's my one of my favorites and draw myself as one of the characters. I mean, not draw myself, but, you know, have myself like, this is really cool. I like it. Because that's the thing is you you suggested it, so you must think highly of it. If it's if you compare it to being like cheap action, then why is it, you know, like, you know what I mean? Because well, of the cool parts. like cheap action. Yeah. Also, I, like I said, I like the character design of Ainz. I think it's a cool character yeah. design. That's that's actually mostly why I wanted him. Why I wanted myself drawn as him because he just yeah. looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, so it was about the character, not the anime as a whole, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next, Chris, redeem yourself and do or suggest your actual favorite anime so I can fucking. Okay, I didn't so want to. So we can okay, tear that on. one apart too. I'm, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you right now. I originally wanted my character to be drawn as the next anime I picked, which is uh, Ore Monogatari. But I thought it'd be okay. fucking weird because he's just a big dude in a nice coat. Is he just wearing a, a student outfit? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drawn as a pink mon character. It's not yeah, like, I mean, I guess it's a little more interesting than just a student outfit, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. You got cool text on your thing. <laughs> cool text. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also known as just plain Japanese. Just yeah, plain just kanji. <laughs> All right. Also, well, if you guys care about the next anime I picked, I'm actually gonna cry. Oh, don't worry, I will. Uh, um, okay. Well, I mean, this is an uh, this is an anime about a, this is a podcast for analyzing and appreciating anime and also no, deconstructing Dude, and I'm, shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's I'm a kidding. love story, and I'm a sappy bitch, so it'll be, I'll probably I'll probably enjoy it. Um, but anyway, probably, you know, what? just looking at it, I think I'll, I won't hate it. I think I'll I can probably enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice story. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Though. Yeah. <laughs> the very very last thing I want to say is. Um, yeah, basically, like, just if you suggest the anime, we always do that. Like, like you know, like, final, like, summary of it. Not summary, yeah. but last thoughts on it. So, um, yeah, overall, like, I'd say, like, if you, like, if Chris, like Chris said, if you enjoy, like, you know, like, kind of, like, cheap entertainment that's not, like, too deep, and you, you like that stuff, if you like D&D, and you like uh, just cool magic characters that are badass, if you want, just nothing too deep, and you enjoy seeing a character just plow through everybody without effort, You'll like it. If you want something that's like really deep, though, like you know, you want stuff you can analyze. Like ping pong is a good example. Like that's there's a lot of the analyze about the anime. Uh, it's not at all about surface level stuff. Not for you. So yeah, overall, I mean, if I had to give it a rating, I get a five. I was in between four and six, so I give it a five at this point. Um, it's just average. Yeah. Yeah, I say. I gotta say. I, I like what it's trying to do, and I can see that it has great potential. I just think that with both the budget it had and just, like, I don't think there was enough passion behind it. I think it kind of was probably just, like, an executive decision to adapt a light novel to sell toys and stuff like that or sell, like, figures. Um, and I've heard... Oh, sorry. Uh, let me just f- finish this. Uh, I just think that it's... The world is cool. I feel like... The light novels are probably fantastic, but uh, the adaptation is probably not very. It's just very generic, and everything kind of, kind of just like blends together to the point in which you kind of. I forgot a lot of stuff already about like what happened. <laughs> yeah. 
like uh yeah i i think i think uh mew is right like i think it's more an adaptational problem because yeah i've seen like tons of phrase for like light now which i admit like i haven't read but i've heard like amazing things about it and like they go like a lot more in depth and i think like the show just like it doesn't go into some stuff because it's like it'll take too long to explain like yeah. um for example uh you know like the uh the maids like you know those like six maids yeah yeah there's a seventh one and uh basically she doesn't really exist she essentially like lives inside uh the castle and she controls all the um all the teleportation like anytime you teleport in the castle you go to her room and then you go to where she where like you want to go and like she decides where you go and like they they introduced this in like the first like uh novel of the light novel apparently and i guess the show just didn't want to fucking explain that <laughs> So instead, they just teleport. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Obviously, they have to cut a lot of stuff out. I'm sure the novel has a lot of extra content. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, we're only here to criticize the anime, obviously, and uh, yeah. But one thing I don't think can be excused is the writing, bro. <laughs> writing is not. Yeah, good. the writing. Well, I watched the dub, and I just kind of it kind of just like faded into my memory at like as soon as i heard it like when you told me that line about like uh oh i'd like to kill and torture i i remember her saying that but only vaguely (laughs) yeah because i remember listening it was uh it was a a thing where chris said where i i kind of had my brain shut off a lot for this because i was just like yeah this is just skull guy running around he got a big sword he slashed things yeah cool (laughs) but yeah, I would say that my rating is probably a five point five out of ten. <laughs> I liked it a little bit more than Rinku did, but I do think it was uh, terribly average. There we go. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Okay, yeah, that's but that's I'm I'm giving I'm not doing just for a season because I I can't like separate them in my mind. I'm doing like the three that are out right now. Yeah, you've you've obviously consumed way more of this than we yeah. have. Uh, but yeah. All right, uh, you guys want to do your plugs and then we'll get out of here? Sure. Sure. Uh, I will stream eventually at twitch.tv.jaeger10man. Okay. Rinku. All right. I'll guess I'll go. Uh, at young Rinku. At, sorry, at young underscore Rinku. Uh, it's literally like on the screen right now. Um, uh, for my Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is where I post art. Twitter is where I say stupid shit and twitch is where i say stupid shit out loud while playing video games um yeah i also have a manga it's uh, linked in my bio and twitter on and instagram it's it's pretty cool i mean it's kind of a improv manga i don't think it's seriously it's just as a practice thing but it, it's it i think it's entertaining yeah that's it okay and uh if you want to hear my voice some more i have two other podcasts i have the muso lonely podcast which is out every monday it's about mental health and uh stuff stuff along those lines self-help and whatnot and then i have the space kids podcast which i am on with chris and rinko has guested on a bunch where we say the worst things imaginable uh and laugh uh if you yes. want to follow me on twitter or instagram my twitter handle is at veggie or at Muso Lonely, I have two Twitters. I'm because I'm an extra special boy. Um, my 
Instagram is all just Musa Lonely. And uh, if you want to see me on Twitch where I say stupid things live, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash Musa Lonely. You can sense a theme here. Uh, and I stream every Sunday and Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Roughly. Roughly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And that's it. Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Okay. How long was it?